Good evening and welcome back to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. I'm your host Amy. I'm Rhiannon. I'm Jody. And long time no listen. Yeah, long time no see. Yeah. It's a it's a phrase we can use. Um, but yeah, let's talk about some recent. What what have we? Oh, sorry. What have we been up to in our reading and book worlds? Well, Rhi's like. Itching. <laughs> I finished Priory at the Orange Tree. Six weeks it took me. Six weeks. And I've got a review about it later on in the show. So get excited for that. Get hyped. Um, not to mention the fact that earlier today I got a book subscription box. So Ooh. I got a, the Illumicrate box. Uh, so the theme of that was Your Majesty. And I may have bought this one so then my spot was reserved for the next theme from Illumicrate, which is Final Frontier, which is a a special edition of Aurora Rising. Uh, So I'm... I've already pre-ordered it. Wait, <laughs> and I'm have... getting the. I'm going to have two editions of the same book. <laughs> okay. But the Illumicrate <laughs> version will have a different color cover and matching sprayed edges. So sweet. Yeah, and sweet. it'll be signed as well. But sweet. my Booktopia one will also be signed. So you know. <laughs> um, but in that book subscription box that I got today it had a descendant of the crane by Joan He I'm pretty sure it is um it's a Japanese inspired fantasy about this we also oh, just yeah. turned <laughs> and yeah. like perked uh, so, up uh, we talked about this book a couple of months ago when it came out as one of our new releases so basically yes. this book is about this uh this princess I'm pretty sure in this Japanese inspired world uh, and her father has been murdered fairly brutally. So she has to Oof. go through all the politics and everything to find out her father's killer. Uh, consulting people like a enemy of the crown who was really good at uh, detective work and this other person, I can't remember who they are, to try find out who her father's murderer is. So, yeah, I'm excited to read that. Wow. Yeah. What else came in the box? Uh, so there was a mug inspired by one of Holly Black's books. I think it was The Cruel Prince or The Wicked King or whatever it is uh, because it had like two fae on. Just Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, watching Game of Thrones. That was a few wow. seasons back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, on the mug, it's like one of those old, like really nice ceramic mugs. Oh, nice. That's nice and wide and uh, it's a little bit stumpy, but it means that you can like Tim Tam Slam all the way down the cup, which I'm happy about. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but it has like a two fade that are like cupping each other's faces and then like a very dark and twisted wood in the background. Ooh. And I'm just like, I don't know which characters these are from her books or anything I think it's the main two characters from it but like even without knowing who they are what book it's from it's a gorgeous mug so obviously I'm keeping it are you gonna take some photos and uh, put them on Instagram yes I guess will. what guys go over to <laughs> Rhiannon's Instagram in the near future at bookish underscore re and you'll see some photos of the book crate yeah <laughs> and the mug yeah and uh there's there were other things as well, like one of those phone ring things, but it had like 
the throne from Game of Thrones. Ooh. Uh, the the, the Iron Throne? Yeah, the Iron Throne. Sweet. Uh, there was also a little uh, tin book box thing uh, that you could put little trinkets in it. And Aww. it had quotes from one of Sarah J. Mass's series. I don't know which one, whichever one that has like the stag like as a part of it. I think it might be a Court of Thorns and Roses, but I don't know. Maybe. Um, there was also uh, travel place card things for the Three Kingdoms in the Three Dark Crown series by Kendare Blake. Uh, and there were also two chapter samplers from new books coming out later on this year. I can't remember what they're called. Um, this is also very ad lib. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so I found it to be fairly good. Mm-hmm. But I think next month's one will be much better for me. How much is it per box per month? <sighs> Review. My bank, my bank <laughs> account is crying because the Illumicrate box is from Britain. So Also shipping. Yeah. It's about $96 a month. Oh, I was what? thinking like $30, maybe 50 because it's yeah. got the nice mug and everything. 30 maybe 50 pounds. Ooh. So Australian dollars, it's like $96. Do you think that's worth it? If the box actually has uh, the merch from book series that you like. I have okay. a feeling that next month with the Final Frontier box, because it will have Aurora Rising merch as well mm. as the Illumini files, mm. um, Red Rising, which I also adore. And uh, they did mention the, uh, what's it called, the Lunar Chronicles, which I haven't read, but all the other fandoms that they've mentioned and previewed, I'm like, I love those. I'm going to love this. But this box was a little bit underwhelming because I am not a massive fan of the book uh, at the merch at the merch's books that's the kind of stuff you get with subscription boxes though yeah and I guess if you have friends that are also readers you can gift them things that they're into that you're not exactly but I'm also going to get the Dark Dawn Illumicrate box that's going to have like Exclusive sprayed edges and everything like that too. How many Dark Dawns like <laughs> books are you gonna this have? This is only the second one. Okay, second. Okay. Uh, there's like going to be at least ten different versions of Dark Dawn. Oh, I'm wow. not going to try collect all of them because yeah. I know people who are, and the arcs are incredibly rare, and they're collecting those as well. But mm. if they get every single one of them, then they have all the arcs and editions of Nevernight, Godsgrave, and Dark Dawn. And I'm like, I am impressed. <laughs> Imagine having, like, ten of the same book. Like, I'm all for illustration and mm. graphic design and all that stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I guess if that's your thing. Yeah. And also the Descendant of the Crane, the book the book I got in the box this month, uh, it had sprayed edges and an alternate cover as well. Ooh, so, uh, like, parts of it were a little bit changed, but not, like, the entire thing. And also the dust jacket was that smooth, satiny, creamy sort of feeling one. It, it just felt like butter in my hands. And I'm like, yes. Uh, I also got 
Black Leopard Red Wolf by Marlon James. Oh, yeah. I bought that one. Uh, as well as the Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Which is not the Seven hu- Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, because when I saw that <laughs> lying on the table, I was like, is that? No, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, very quickly what those books are about. Uh, Black Leopard, Red Wolf, uh, that one is being sold as an African Game of Thrones. So it's the high fantasy set in an African-inspired world, which I am excited for because I don't read a lot of fantasies or anything like that with African heritage to it. Yeah, I actually really love Things That Fall Apart by Chinua Achebe. Uh, it's a classic book about post-colonialism and stuff like that. It's really good. Um, so I'm really excited to see how this goes. Uh, it follows this character called Tracker, as he and a whole heap of other people, uh, this ragtag group of people, uh, go and search for this girl. But little do they know, there are other people searching for this girl and will do anything to stop them from finding her as well. Wow. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. And then The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart, Stuart Thurton. That one is about... Uh, this guy, I can't remember the main character's name, uh, but he's investigating the death of Evelyn Hardcastle. Uh, but the thing is, the day keeps on repeating until he can find the killer. The other thing is, every single morning, he wakes up in a different body as well. So as he goes along, he learns everyone's motivations and everyone's, like, part to play in this day that she is that Evelyn is murdered so that's a more adult crime fiction in with like fantastical elements so I'm pretty excited to read both of those interesting yeah Jodie anything to add (laughs) (laughs) well um anything you've been reading a new book I have been reading um Glass Sword I think it was by Victoria Aveyard nice it's a next book for Red Queen. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to read a lot of it lately because of, like, assignments and uni. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Yeah. And I've been in a bit of a book slump. Need to start a new book. Oh, no. I haven't well, read a book in a while. You can look at my collection. I have, I have, I've got my TBR list, yeah. my to-be-read list, so. But anyway. I should lend you Descendant of the Crane because you love Japanese-inspired fantasies. But anyway, we'll go to a break. You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. Did you know more people die from listening to bad music globally than any other cause? But you won't get that here on Tune FM, where we only play the best music. I don't know, seems crazy how we got this far. There's something about you that felt pretty good that I can't see anymore. Stuck here in your arms But you hold on to me Like you're holding your demons As we lie in the dark It's you I'm gonna miss The one I tried to fix Pathetic as it is So don't you stay If you don't mean it If you don't feel it just fuck me up again Please walk away 
times in my mind that were telling me to go You never talk, you keep your feelings underground Never picture myself as someone to catch you on the rebound Welcome back, guys, to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. And we've got Re with a book review now. Yes. So finally, as I said last break, we would talk. I have finished Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. Now, before you guys go into it very quickly, I will mention that this book is 804 pages long. It is a chunker. Uh, <laughs> make sure that you I have. I thick. Yeah. I like them chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Madagascar reference. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty much how I like my books these days anyway. Uh, <laughs> and the very short and sweet version is uh, this book is set in, a, set in a matriarchal society. There's romance, there's dragons, there is uh, long-standing histories of conflict and everything like that. Very interesting world. I gave this book five stars. <laughs> and that is 
a short and sweet version. To be like, honest, you had me add dragons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's two different kinds of dragons in this, too. Ooh. So, you know. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to get my... I actually prepared for this one, guys, so it's great. Uh, so... The long synopsis of this book that I have written up for you guys. In this world, the East and West have an age-old feud, one that has not been broken for nearly a thousand years after defeating the Nameless One, a colossal, powerful dragon with a penchant for world domination. In the West, Eid, a servant of the Queen, looks unassuming, quiet, <laughs> reserved, Little does she know, little does everyone know that her, her bleh, words, guys, I'm so sorry. Okay, little does practice. everyone know her secret identity as a worm slayer and powerful mage. But lately, she has been stopping a slew of murderers on the Queen's doorstep, and she must find out who is behind it before it is too late. In the East, Tane is about to become a dragon rider, but the night before her ceremony, she sneaks out and finds a Westerner washed up on the shore, threatening the life that she always has wanted. She has to make a tough decision, one that could threaten the course of her entire life. Meanwhile, the Nameless One is waking, and he wants to finish what he started. Ooh. Yeah. It is so good. <laughs> what do you guys think of that synopsis? That sounds cool. So, like, yeah. the west of the dragon slayers and the east of the dragon riders. Yes. Culture differences. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, also at the same time, in the west, there are... So, there are worms and there are uh, dragons, pretty much. The worms are the evil red dragons... Uh, that are destroying everything. Mm. Whereas in the East, they are more peaceful creatures that work with humans. Uh, so, Ooh. but all of them know the nameless one is evil. Do not go near. Uh, and he is in the middle of them in the abyss. Just thought, nameless one, he who must not be named. Oh yeah, we got we got oh, all boy. these. Oh yeah, so many. Where they're just like, there's a character. And we're like, we're just gonna. He's nameless. You don't say his name. No. Yeah. <laughs> and about yeah. the authors, they're like, um, I couldn't think of a name. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Interesting though. Yeah. So I rated this five stars mainly because it is such a balanced high fantasy. Uh, so it involves a lot of politics and action and obviously dragons, uh, Sweet. but different perspectives. Which is of very um, in the now. Yeah. Relevant, <laughs> yeah, and the amount of people that scream out, "I want dragons in my fantasy!" Yeah. Now you've got it, and if you also have a, a variety of gay relationships as well, both female and male, which sweet. is great, and different dynamics to those as well. So sweet, and straight romances as well. Sweet, yeah, <laughs> and they all make sense and en enhance the story rather than hold the story back. Which sexuality, I love. diversity, and my high fantasy. It's more likely than you think. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Memes, guys. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, also, they just – it's just so good because the cultures of the East and the West are so varied uh, because the West is very heavily influenced by our world's West 
and the east is very heavily influenced by our world's east so all the asian culture that goes into mm. Uh, all the Asian and like surrounding areas go into the Eastern culture in this book, and a lot of European mm. uh, stuff goes into the West. And I'm just like, it's so good. And the West has like four or five different countries, all with their own values, all with their own opinions, and it's so good. Uh, yeah, and the characters, absolutely amazing. It is very character based. Uh, but it's also balanced really well with the plot as well. The only thing I could criticise about this book is the writing style, where sometimes, because there are four perspectives in this book, sometimes you'd go into a chapter going, who's this talking about? Are they introducing a new perspective? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but It's first-person POV. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I get in first-person POV books. If there's multiple people... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, multiple people, but third-person perspective, sorry. Oh. It doesn't, like... Uh, some perspectives uh, at the very start don't say immediately who it is. So oh, it's just okay. like, who is this person? Who is this person? Ah, oh, this person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, is a, it is a very lyrical and very smooth writing style, which I really like. But yeah, five out of five stars. Sweet. Well, I would go back and binge read it when I have time. Like I would take a long weekend off just to binge it. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, (laughs) it took me like six weeks to read it. So it took me so some weeks I couldn't read a single page. Some some weeks I read like 200 in a day. But yeah, I just want a long weekend or like a week just to binge read this book so I can really get enveloped in the world. Yeah. I was already enveloped like reading this and I whenever I dive back in I was like, "Oh my god, I love this." But I want to read it in its in its entirety in one go. Kind of like watching a TV series, getting an episode at a time, but wanting to watch them all at once. Yeah. Yeah. You want to binge. That's the feeling it. I get. Yeah. 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 Well, I need to borrow that from you sometime. So that's Priory of the or- Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. Cool. Yep. And on that note, we're gonna go to a break. You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM.
Welcome back to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. And now we're going to give you some advice from your lovely three book wine aunts over here. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, how to find the perfect book to read. Okay, that's a running title. Maybe yeah. not perfect, but like a good book that you will enjoy. Yeah. How to find one to read. Yeah. Jody. I look at the covers and... <laughs> Same. Yeah, <laughs> like I read the, the first few pages and if I can't find like or see a clear picture in my head, then I'm just like, what's the point of buying this? So I go to the next book. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, so you read the first few pages. Yeah. yeah. Blurb on the back. Yeah. Re- research. Lots of research. Good reads. <laughs> yeah. Good reads is a good one, but I also use BookTube heavily. Uh, as well as uh, authors who show, uh, like, uh, that post stuff, like, happy book birthday to this person on Twitter. And then I'm like, okay, I'll have a look at this. And then I go on Goodreads, see what it's rated, Mm. what it's about, and a more detailed synopsis. And then from there, if I see it in a bookstore, I'll read a couple of pages and then go from there. So authors that are engaging with their audience slash other authors on the internet yeah, is what catches your eye. Yeah, definitely. Uh, usually after I read a book, I'll go online and see what the author's working on next if I really like them. Example, Samantha Shannon. Yeah. Apparently she's working on a high fantasy that is even gayer than the one she just wrote. <laughs> and I'm just like, give it now. <laughs> yeah, like if you have an author that you've, if you've read a book and you enjoyed that book, look at the author, mm. maybe look at some of the other books. Because if you've already liked that one, there's a good chance you'll like the other ones. Yeah. Uh, watch out though if you read a book that's co-authored as well and you're just like I like this person I, uh, I like both of these people I'm going to s- check out their books sometimes the things that you like about one author it will be shown in their books but also everything that you don't like about them is going to be shown in those books Yeah. Uh, for example I love Jay Kristoff but Amy Kaufman is, only, is someone I can only read with Jay Kristoff, yeah, which is weird for me. But Amy Kaufman writes very romance heavy, whereas Jay Kristoff is very action heavy. And I like my plot more than my character development. But like in that nice little balancing, yeah, I like a little bit more plot, yeah, and less romance and angst and all that sort of thing. Like yeah, at the moment. Anyway. See, I very much love characters and character development. See, this is a, a quote. A good good characters can carry can carry a bad plot, but a bad plot can't carry good characters. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. But that's just a quote. If you read a book that has a great plot and the characters are a bit trashy, like you. you <laughs> exactly. Julie yeah. Kagawa. Full on example there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, back to cover, the looking at the cover. See, I'm a sucker for illustrations and graphic design and all oh, that yeah. stuff. I, if I look at a book and it's just like a photo or like, you know, classic, you, like go to Big W and look at all the books in the adult section. Yeah. They, they all look very similar. There's just a photo, maybe a little faded and like edited in on a background. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't. But, like, sometimes you get those interesting and unique ones at Big W as well, though. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. just saying when I look at a book. You don't want to see 2012 I'm not, yeah. angsty yeah. romance I'm covers. not likely to pick that up. If I get recommended by it from something, then maybe. But, like, if I'm just looking, if I'm just browsing through Big W or something. Yeah. Um, or maybe another bookstore. I'm more likely to go with the, ooh, pretty covers. <laughs> yeah, like, for example, Priory of the Orange Tree. Yeah, uh, it's, it's orange. It's <laughs> orange and yellow background, but a blue dragon r- curled around a tall yeah. tower on the cover. Like It's it an interesting cover. Visually captivating oh, covers. When the author's name is larger than the title of a book, like the title, I'm like, ooh. Hmm. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Yeah. So I might not look also, at that. Also, I don't like seeing a New York Times bestseller. I hate those stickers. Yeah. And when it's Unless, part of the book yeah. and you can't take it off, I'm like... Yeah. That, oh, stickers that are... Oh, those stickers. But New York Times bestseller, if it's anything bigger than like half yeah. a centimetre high, yeah. or like more like 10 millimetres high or something yeah. like that, and it intrudes on any of the book, I'm like... Excuse you, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or when they've got a sticker on the book, but it's not one of those good stickers that you can peel off really easily. Yeah. And you're like, and you try to peel it off, and then you realise it's not one of those good stickers, and you're like, crap. Yeah. So you kind of just put it back down, but now there's a little bit of wrinkle where you got your fingernail yeah. under. You're yeah. like, do I, do, I, do I just try it? But I'll probably regret it because it'll leave residue and ah. Yeah. Uh, with looking for books as well, do you like books that have like the – quotes from other authors on the back and then the uh, inside cover has the synopsis or no nah, i like the synopsis on the back yeah. the blurb because i don't really love hardcovers they can be Same. nice to look at but dust jackets like annoy me mm. like i'd have to take it off yeah and then they're heavy and they just like, they look nice expensive too yeah <laughs> they, they can look nice but i might talk about that in the next, sorry, <laughs> segment about things we change our minds about because I used to hate hardcovers. I used to hate reading hardcovers. So. Yeah. Um, but another thing is genre. Like, if you read this book that you loved and you're like, ooh, okay, let's look it up on Goodreads and see what genres it's listed as. Ooh, it's adventure fantasy. Let's look on Goodreads for other books in the adventure fantasy section. Oh, yeah. And you'll probably find one you like. Yeah. I also, like, sometimes I just want to go into a bookstore, like a good bookstore, and just read through, uh, like, look at everything for myself instead of research. But it ha- yeah. But the problem with Armadale is that 
every YA section mm. doesn't have all the very popular books that everyone else is reading, mm. uh, which sometimes is good. But at the same time, I'm like, where are all the anticipated books by everybody else? I, I want to read those too. So I end up just looking through and they're all the trashy YA romances. Mm. And I'm just like, no, I want my YA high fantasies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I go straight to the fantasy section in any bookshop. Yeah. Like, when I go to Sydney at the end of the month, I'm going to Dimmix and I'm spending a good two, three hours there. Just I thought it was Dimox. No, it's Dimmix. Makes sense because it's a Y, but I always called it Dimox. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also, that yeah. Dimmix in Sydney is so good because it has a stationary section as yeah. well. But, you know. <laughs> but honestly, if you really don't know where to start, just go to a bookshop or a library if you don't want to spend the money. Yeah. Just look for a book that catches your eye. Maybe it's got a pretty cover. Read the blurb on the back. Maybe it looks interesting. Maybe read the first couple pages and just try it. And if you don't like it, you don't have to finish it. Exactly. You can just read a chapter or so. And, like, if you're not into it, you can put it back. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to commit to it. And That's why if, I say library. Yeah, and if you look online and research and stuff like that uh, and you can't afford the book, yeah. request it at your local library. Yeah. Uh, and then they may actually bring it in and then you can read it there. A lot of libraries will do that, especially yeah. if it's a new book. Yeah. They'll be like, okay, well, sure, because they've got someone who's interested in it. So usually they'll be like, yeah, sure, we'll get yeah. this in and we'll like tell you when it is. And usually if there's one person interested, then another two or three people will also be interested. And you might have a friend who reads. You might not, but most likely one of your friends reads books and you go to them and be like, hey, what's your favourite book? And then even if you don't like it, it'll tell you a bit more about your friend. Yeah, exactly. It's another friend. Yeah. It's like going, what's your favourite song or what's your favourite song right now? Tells you more about your friend. So that's another way to yeah. get in to reading. Yeah, talk to the people you know who Just like books. Yeah. get recommended by people, whether in your real life or on the internet, all that good stuff. Yeah, book Twitter is really, like, active as well. So you As well all- as booktubers, yes. which we're going to talk about in the next segment. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add? No, no. That's it. We'll go to a break, and next segment we'll be talking about booktube. Yeah. You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. Tune 106 FM 9. You must. Can I tell you something just between you and me? When I hear your voice, I know I'm finally free. Every single word is perfect as it can be. And I need you here with me. When you lift me up, I know that I'll never fall. I can speak to Cause I need you here with me 
single word is perfect as it can be Cause I need you here with me Welcome back to Booked Out on 106.9 Trine FM And now we're going to talk about some booktubers to recommend to you And maybe help you choose a book to read Yes Uh, That I have resident expert here. (laughs) So I've been looking, uh, I've been following booktubers since about 2014, so uh, year 12. I found them while studying for my HSA, actually. So sweet, nice little tidbit for you guys. But Amy, a booktuber I think would really suit you. Uh, because of just, like, the overall general aesthetic and stuff, is Peru's project. Uh, so Let me write that down. Yeah. So, uh, first off, Peru's project. Uh, this channel is run by Reagan, and she lives in New York City, uh, around the Brooklyn area, I think. Um, her books are very much so high fantasy, Uh, She values political high fantasies with character development as the main focus. Uh, She likes a lot of Brandon Sanderson. She's read the Sabriel series, I'm pretty sure, and she likes those. Uh, She will read a little bit of contemporary, but not very often. Uh, And like a little caveat that she does that that brings her out from the rest is that on her weekends, she actually takes you along her reading journeys she reads about 500 pages a weekend at least nice uh my goals yeah (laughs) used to be me not anymore Uh, she also does a lot of favorites videos and um and she buys a lot of clothes as well that have your aesthetic amy uh they are fairly expensive but she has a very dream i can live my life through her (laughs) yeah she's a very vibrant person as well her instagram is fairly creative too so that's pretty good most booktubers do have a books have an instagram or bookstagram as well just because the cross platforming thing is something that booktubers have to do most booktubers actually don't get more than three hundred thousand subscribers so yeah uh, if Sarah was here, I would actually recommend to her Problems of a Book Nerd, someone I talk about a lot on this podcast, on this podcast radio show, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is Cece Ewing, and she she does a lot of gay stuff. Uh, she, uh, she talks about a lot of LGBT books, mainly contemporary and YA, uh, YA and adult contemporary, but also a little bit of fantasy and science fiction as well. Uh, she also does a lot of off-topic uh, nerdy sort of videos as well. Uh, so she did a massive Marvel discussion with her roommate, who's also a massive nerd, and they go to cons together. Uh, so it's a little... CC is a little, like, a tiny person with a pixie cut, a bright blonde hair, and her roommate is a big burly guy uh, so one year they actually went to a con dressed as Arya and the Hound oh cute yeah and they they do that sort of stuff together so I think Sarah would love that because she's a massive nerd but she's also a very big like LGBT advocate and stuff like that so I think she would very much so blossom in that sense mm. um and Jodie <laughs> Yes. I don't know about you. 
because booktube is very much so for people who are into YA fantasy and contemporary I have not been able to find many other people that that follow and read mm. a lot of like wider books than that but on the action side of things I would actually recommend to you Pierre Ford who is an Australian based YouTuber uh, I talk about Piera a lot as well, uh, but I'll go into like another three YouTubers who I don't really talk about that much. But Piera Ford, also Australian booktuber, she likes a lot of high fantasy that are action packed, uh, also science fiction. She was the one that actually got me into Red Rising by Pierce Brown, which is an epic <laughs> science fiction book that has an extremely expansive world and very impactful action scenes and sequences, massive war battles, everything like that, which I think you might be interested in. Uh, if you've, uh, you haven't read The Contest by Matthew Riley yet, have you? No, I've like, yeah. I gave no, I the book to you, uh, but like, yeah. <laughs> and you like Matthew Riley. Uh, like I would attribute like a fair bit of like the tropes and everything to that Matthew Riley book. So that's another like, way that I think that Piero would suit you. Also, Piero is a very picky reader. She will not hesitate to put down a book if she doesn't like it. And she has a very sp specific taste as well, which is a lot like you with your specific tastes in books. So I think that you would like that. Uh, she also likes to swear, likes to be very straightforward and unapologetic. Yes, that word <laughs> about her reading taste and what she likes, which I think you would appreciate too. Okay. But for you guys out there, uh, if neither none of these suit what you want, uh, I would recommend for those English literature fans out there, Murphy Napier. Now, she reads... She probably has the widest berth of reading tastes out there in regards to booktube. Uh, so she does a separate classics wrap-up every month. So when she talks about all the books she's read, she has one for classics and one for every other book. And she goes through and reads all these books. And if she hates it, she reads it anyway. And then she has very... She has some of the most insightful reviews I have ever seen because she talks about all these things in such a critical light and her reviews are so cultivated and intriguing. And she brings a lot of new perspectives to the table as well. So she doesn't talk in her reviews, uh, while either classics or otherwise, that I... She doesn't talk about topics that I recognize in so many other people's book in so many other people's reviews as well which I really like um <laughs> how are we going for time Amy oh you're fine keep going oh, I'm fine okay yeah, no worries take your time <laughs> I'll just sit back and relax a little bit uh <laughs> but another Australian booktuber that doesn't really have that many followers at the moment but is making a very lovely like space for herself in booktube is Beckle Panda. She is so nice and so I think Amy you would like her as well because mm -hmm. she is so soft 
in how she talks about her oh, books. Oh, thank God. I don't like people that go, hey, what's up? It's like, I'm not going to yell into the mic, but basically of, yell, hey, what's up, you guys? And like really loud. And I'm like, Jesus, calm down. Uh, pretty much going, hi, everyone. I love my books. I'm going to tell you all about them. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. That's pretty yeah. spot on. That. Yeah. Yeah. The Americans. It's a very, like, Ugh. a lot of, like, the American YouTubers yeah. are like that. And I'm like, oh, please. Yeah. So, Beckel Panda is a very soft spoken, but she's also an Australian booktuber. Uh, she lives near Melbourne, so she goes to all of the events there as well. How so, do you spell that? Uh, B E C L E Panda. Uh, B-E-C-K-L-E, sorry. Oh, I had it right the first time. Then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool, thanks. Yeah. Uh, she's she's very soft-spoken. She has a very particular taste in her fantasies, and she tends to repeat a lot of books on her channel. But she's only been on this channel for about a year or two, so she's just building up her repertoire and everything like that, which I which I really like. And she has her partner in the back of all her all her videos, just cheering her on, basically. And she's just like, like Jenna Marbles, yeah. like Julian type thing. A, a little bit, but like every so often in some of her videos, she'll look over and go, "Stop judging me," <laughs> pretty much. And I'm like, "Yes, I like this. I like this dynamic." Uh, all of these people are very like bright and happy except for and have that very bright aesthetic except for maybe Piera but uh, another person who I really enjoy if you like your gothic dark romances and uh, like the darker sort of tones on your things uh, on your books I would recommend Thoughts on Tomes Uh, so this is Sam she's also an American booktuber but she's also very soft spoken her Instagram is perfect her stories involve her shaming her pets and I love it (laughs) she has a dog and two cats and the dog is an the dog's name is Tally and it's a little it's a little pup who is very needy and always sleeps on her side of the bed when she tries to get into bed and like oh it's so cute Uh, but yeah, she runs a. She actually runs BookNet Fest, which is in America every single year, which is a networking uh, convention for a whole heap of booktubers and people who like books, which I really like. Uh, she has also done uh, created a readathon that happens like twice a year called the Tome Topple. Uh, it's a two week long readathon. The most recent one was about a week ago. Uh, yeah, a week or two ago, and it's where you read pages over 500 pages long, and there's like a whole heap of challenges and everything with that as well. So I like her because of her reading taste as well as how she gets involved in the book community. Uh, she also has book talks a lot about the book community and also about how her tastes have changed and how she perceives reading herself over, and you can see her progression over time as well, which I really like. And she's very stylish. I like how stylish she is. Nice. Even though her her one colour in her wardrobe is black. And I love it. (laughs) Sweet. I have one booktuber to recommend. Oh, yeah, go ahead. That I've been watching, like, on and off for years. Yep. Um, Is Cass J. Tuck. She's not on YouTube anymore, but you can watch all her old videos. Yeah. I mean, like, it's been two years since her last video, so, like, 
maybe. She made a video coming back, made two more videos, and then has not been seen for two years. <laughs> she got married, so like, and she 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 was in college, I think, when she first because she's American. Yeah, when she first started posting. So like, I guess her finishing college, her getting married, all that stuff. But she did like reviews, but she did them very like personal. Like she wasn't really reviewing it for other people. She was more doing it for herself. So then you get a lot of her personality and her opinions, which is great. Because you've got everyone else that's like, should you read this or not? And she's like, here's my thoughts. Um, and she's got a lot of funny videos, like yeah. stages of reading a book. <laughs> and her old like videos are like types of fangirls <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, like the skit type videos. Yeah, she, do, she did feel that. Oh, she did yeah. a lot of skits. Yeah, Jesse the Reader, the most followed booktuber on YouTube. Yeah. He actually does a whole heap of skits like that. Yeah. But he's actually recently changed his aesthetic to be more pleasing and he edits his videos like for like a month before posting it so if you like the creative type videos i would follow jesse the reader as well yeah all her videos like well the newest ones are two years ago yeah i think the oldest ones are oh no what did she delete oh wait oh wait no no no, i was in the wrong Uh. time i was like (laughs) did she delete her old videos (laughs) i'm pretty sure there's like nine years ago hang Mm. on let me scroll down (laughs) but yeah and she's got some really funny that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she's got very, like, unapologetically likes, eight years ago, unapologetically likes some, like, middle grade books, like Percy Jackson, which I'm living for because, thank you, they're not just for 12-year-olds. Let us let us adults read them and not be ashamed. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like uh, Problems of a Book Nerd, Jesse the Reader, uh, and a I think Beckle Panda as well. They all read middle grade as well as YA and adult books. So they read a wide variety Sweet. of books Thank as well. Thank you. They're not just for kids. Yeah. <laughs> Let me enjoy my books that don't have blood and gore and sex in them because, like, that's fine. Just not that into it. Yeah. <laughs> and she does um, – she was an English major. Yep. So she did, like, a – Dear English major and random thoughts. <gasps> and it's really funny. Like, she's, like, bashing English majors. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you think you're so pomp... You, you think you're so great just because you read classic. <laughs> and they're really funny. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> that is too real, though. I'm an English major and I think that. Uh, I used to think that in my first and second year when I was just doing mainly English units. Yeah. I was like, I'm so good. I read classics. <laughs> I would read one classic a trimester (laughs) and then fake bloody essays from the other ones. Don't recommend. (laughs) Even though the one time I didn't read any of the books, I got a distinction in the unit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that's a fluke, guys. That's a fluke. Read your books. Yeah. (laughs) Read your recommended books, please. But yeah, she's just very fun, has a lot of personality. And she does do book reviews and her favorite books and talks about them and does like read along with me. Mm. But not that staged. Like very like, I'm in my bedroom. These are my thoughts. Oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I enjoyed it. So she did book vlogs before most of BookTube. Nice. (laughs) I don't know if it... I don't know what a book vlog counts as. Uh, so basically it's just someone videoing themselves at different parts of the book going, this is what I thought, and then right at the end going, ah! 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and just that kind of stuff. And like yeah. reactions yeah. to seeing like, you know, adap- adapted movies and that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got some new releases. Yes. Jodie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so both of these books are being released today, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, again, but better, booktuber Christine Riccio, who's also known as Pollen Bananas Books. Yeah. She's created this contemporary novel about a girl in uni that is sick of uh, academic success's sacrifices. So she signs up for a semester abroad to change that. Sweet. I cannot wait. Because that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like my uni books, though. I really liked Fangirl. And yeah. I'm, and this seems to be like in the same vein of it. I really yeah. like learning books because character development. Yeah. But you know, in movies where they got the training montage. Yeah. Just that. I just want that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so it. this chick in this book. Uh, no, I read the Goodreads thing a little bit before. Mm-hmm. So basically, she's just like study, sleep, study, sleep. She doesn't have any friends. She doesn't have anyone. And then she's just like, you know what? This isn't worth it. This isn't worth my straight A's. I want to mess up. I want to be an adult. I want to learn things. And then decides, yeah, semester abroad. Why not? <laughs> so going from America to London and being like completely uprooted and trying to make herself into a different person. And I'm like, Ooh, I like this. That's cool. Yeah. Reinvent yourself. Yeah. So Treat yourself. Yeah. It's basically a contemporary book about a new adult person who was trying to redefine themselves. Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, was Andy, there another one? What? You also said that you were in a book slump earlier, didn't you? Yeah. This, yeah. this looks exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is uh, Christine's, um, what's it called? Debut book as well. So sweet. Yeah. yeah. And then Aurora Rising. Yeah. Um, a ragtag crew fresh from, assi- from the Aurora Space Academy are assigned to a mission to protect a girl that could catalyze catalyze that's the word sorry yeah (laughs) for millions of years in the making making. yeah yeah i cannot read yeah (laughs) you probably just can't read my writing (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. but yeah amy kaufman and jay christoph who created the illuminate files has written this one as well and i'm so excited you you ordered this one already though didn't you yeah wait no it's coming in the next no you ordered two (laughs) yeah so i ordered one from booktopia which is supposed to arrive sometime soon so the next like day or two Mm -hmm. i got the shipping notification this morning and i was just like I've been checking it every two hours. <laughs> and then for Illumicrate, yeah, so their Final Frontier box, I'm getting that too, which has a special edition change colour cover and matching sprayed edges. So, you know, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, it's it so good. Yeah. So the original cover of the book will be purple and then the change cover will be a different colour with sprayed edges. So, you know, I'm just like... It looks different, so I want it, and both of them will be signed, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm not obsessed, not at all. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, thank you for joining us tonight, and you'll hear from us next Tuesday. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM.